Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Well, greetings and welcome to this episode of the Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. Well, in this episode, I want to get into equity earnings. You know, we know that investors, when they're evaluating stocks, they're going to look at company earnings. And um, being forward-looking, while they'll be mindful of current earnings and all that, it is also a function, the market is, of the change in view on earnings. So people are getting, um, you know, more positive, more negative, et cetera. And so anyway, I want to jump into that a little bit uh, and uh, in part focus in on the second quarter earnings season. But before we get to that, let's talk about the sort of uh, the patterns that we've seen, let's say over the last five years on uh, earnings re- releases. Basically, there's been just a slight bias towards uh, the uh, companies beating expectations. So on average, over the last five years, 75% of companies are beating expectations by an average of just shy of 8%. So I think 7.8% is the number. And um, and so what's interesting about that is just in general, analysts have been underestimating earnings and then companies have been beating by a little bit. Now, when we look at second quarter earnings season, so so far, almost the whole S&P 500, 472 companies have reported and 88% of those have beat expectations. So think again, the five-year average is 75%. Uh, this last quarter, second quarter, is basically 88%, and the, the delta is higher. So it's on average 18.1% versus that um, average for the five-year period of 8%. So long story short, the second quarter, and this has been a trend more recently, has been a, a positive surprise relative to the historic patterns. And, you know, I think, again, that's resulting from analysts uh, having been worried about the pandemic, how to model out the reopening, the closings and the reopenings, and they've sort of been conservative. And so the net result of all that is that earnings have been uh, better than expected. Now, as anybody that uh, sort of tracks equity investments, of course, earnings um, results in this in the process that, that we go through to learn those earnings results, it's really a, a release date when this information is made public. There's typically a, a, some kind of webinar or some kind of communication with company management, and we tend to learn a lot. And so in this last uh, season, so again, with a focus on what happened in second quarter, and maybe some discussion about how they're feeling now and, and looking forward, there are some threads that sort of have, have uh, unfolded or sort of shown themselves uh, in this last season uh, that relate to what we're seeing, of course, in the macro environment. So the first is, I would say, uh, higher inflation. So the basic idea, and this is sort of first captured, if you will, with companies identifying uh, pressures that are coming on costs of of the goods and services they use to produce their goods and services. So the bottom line is when we analyze the um, sort of the scripts of the different earnings calls and webinars and all that, what we see is a lot of language and a lot of um, uh, instances where people are talking about higher costs, higher inflation. Now that we know is driven in part by supply chain disruption. So as we've had this robust recovery, and you can almost think of it as the process getting gunked up as we see this robust sort of reopening and people needing, uh, you know, uh, different uh, uh, sort of goods to to produce their goods and services uh, 
long story short, they uh, companies have had to go to inventory and uh, and all of that. And and the bottom line is there's been supply chain. Uh, disruptions that have really affected things. Uh, one that's in the news for sure is, is semiconductors. Basically, there aren't enough semiconductors. So you think about things like autos having to kind of uh, sort of reduce their forward-looking forecast because they don't have the computer chips to basically put into the cars. And so we, we do believe that those uh, issues, both the inflation and the supply chain uh, strains, if you will, are going to sort of unwind and calm down as we get through the year. Now, another thing in the, in the news a lot, of course, is the fact that while we still have some unemployment, there have been really labor shortages. It's kind of an employee's market right now, and, and people are kind of hesitant to go back to work. You know, maybe there's some nerves still about, about the uh, Delta variant and, and so forth, but also just there's, I think, uh, people are feeling, feeling empowered. Maybe they're feeling better having some of them gotten the sort of uh, financial relief from the fiscal packages that the government, uh, you know, uh, uh, enacted. And so, you know, the bottom line is that people are being a little bit more picky. And for companies, that translates to there being a shortage on labor. I'll give you one example that's just a little anecdote. In my my uh, area where I live, uh, I just saw an ad from, a, of all things, a Pilates uh, studio where they're basically offering a free membership for people that are willing to work four hours a week. Um, so it's actually gotten to a point where there's almost like this uh, this exchange going on for, hey, work for us a little bit and we'll give you something. Uh, other than cash. So I thought that was interesting. In any event, the other uh, theme and thread that's sort of out there in the earnings discussions, of course, is uh, the pandemic. And in particular, what I would describe as the unknowns about the Delta variant. I think everybody's aware that it's, it's much more contagious and it's spreading pretty darn fast. And, and so everybody's trying to figure out, okay, does that mean people are going to slow down in terms of engaging? Are we going to see a slowdown in the reopenings or if or even possibly certain things closing again? And I would just say in general, company management's cautious to offer too detailed a forward guidance when they're unsure about what's going to happen with the pandemic and in particular uh, Delta. Now, all of this rolls up. I mentioned that, that you know, investors are forward-looking, and so where earnings are going really uh, makes a big difference. And, you know, the bottom line, when we look at 2021, really off the back of, a, of a earnings, um, weak earnings in 2020 with the pandemic, we've seen a big, strong recovery. And right now, the consensus forecast for the full year of 2021 is for the S&P 500 earnings growth to grow 45%. But again, that's a huge number. It certainly can't be sustained. And what we would expect is for the growth in earnings to decline a little bit uh, also, though, influenced by the pressures that I mentioned. And anyway, the forecast for 2022 it, uh, for that sort of consensus view for all the companies of the S&P 500 together is 9.1% for 2022 uh, earnings growth. And then that's going to decline slightly to 87 by consensus view in 2023. Now, to give you some context, our long-term uh, expected earnings growth number that we use as a sort of a building block for our capital market return assumptions, for example, is 6%. And so, um, you know, long story short, these numbers we're seeing, of course, this year, 45, and then around 9% in 22 and 23. Those numbers are all above our long-term expect expected uh, earnings growth numbers. So again, it's been a, a positive environment for stocks uh, for sure. So, you know, when we think about this, we obviously dig into all this to understand the 
the nature of the market, how what it might mean for market valuation, and also as investors, what we think going forward. And so long story short, we'll continue this work and uh, we'll bring back more, you know, especially season, earnings season reports uh, to you in the future. In the meantime, thanks so much uh, for listening to this episode and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.